Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the Horsham Church of Christ. For more information, please visit our website at www.horsham.org.au. So um, I'm excited because I get to talk to you this morning um, to finish off our series on uh, the wildlife and what I'm talking to you about this morning is patience. Now, when I've told a few people that the theme that I'm speaking on is patience, there's this awkward kind of laugh that happens, you know, from the other person. And I'm sure it's because they're having trouble with patience. I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure it's the other person who's like, oh, that's going to be uncomfortable for, for, for them. Um, it's not going to be me. It's not, it's not because patience is not... Uh, no, actually, I have to be honest. Patience is one thing that I struggle with. So um, being a bit vulnerable with you to admit that that, that is one of the things that I, um, yeah, I really do struggle with. But I know that it's also something that um, the Holy Spirit gives us. So um, I need to persevere and I need to be um, honest and to be seeking um, help and guidance from God and also from fellow Christians as we work out together um, the, the fruit of the Spirit and how to live in that. So we're going to talk about that a bit more this morning. Um, do you know, last night as we were cooking marshmallows, there was a moment that was quite amusing to me. Charlotte said to Izzy, how do you get your marshmallow like that? And Izzy just looked at her and said, patience. You know, there's lots of things in life that we can choose one option of the burnt marshmallow and then put it between two chocolate biscuits. It's called a s'more, isn't it, Sharon? Yes, new word she learnt. S'more, because I want s'more of these delightful marshmallow between two chocolate biscuits. You can have the burnt variety or you can be patient and get it all oozy and gooey and then put it between the two chalky biscuits. And that is uh, heaven right there. <laughs> that was delightful. Uh, anyway, I'm off topic. Right, if you can get your uh, Bibles out, we're going to have a look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. So you might be using uh, the Version app that Simon mentioned before. Uh, if you haven't brought along a Bible, you can also read it up on the screen or you can grab one from, from the back shelf. Okay. Galatians 5, 13 to 26. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. 
sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or you may know it as patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. So, patience, patience. So, when you have a look at that list, and you're very familiar with it, I'm sure, and if you've been here over the few weeks um, that we've been having this series, we've read this out numerous times, and you've probably heard it in other places and other times. And when Simon, I think it was Simon, did you uh, self-control, Simon? Yeah. When Simon was talking about self-control, he said something like, you know, how come I got the the hard one? Well... (laughs) I reckon this one is up there, up there with self-control. So patience is one of those kind of uncomfortable ones like self-control, isn't it? I mean, the other ones, you know, love, joy, peace, they're they're nice, nice ones. But patience and self-control just seem to take um, a lot of effort or just, yeah, a bit harder. But we're going to look at that a bit more. So... Let's just set the scene. So we've got this community at Galatia who are just struggling. They're really struggling trying to work through some issues. And they've, they're not showing each other any patience whatsoever as they wrestle out how to resolve the issues, about how to do Christianity right. Um, in that passage in Galatians 5.14, it says, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. So, you know, if we just hang our hat on that one, love your neighbour as yourself, what does that mean for us as a community? How does that, what does that mean for the fruit of the Spirit and for um, our response to these other behaviours that might be around so we've been looking at all of these different fruit of the spirit and and patience we're concluding with today. So if you have missed any of them, you can head to the the website and check out check out the different um, sp- uh, speakers that have spoken on the uh, the different fruit of the spirit. And yeah, and today we're concluding, and next week we get to start a new series, which is exciting as well. So it's going back to Galatians five fourteen. It says, "Love your neighbour as yourself." So the fruit of the Spirit is all about relationship. Like, it's not just a personal thing. You know, like sometimes we look at the fruit of the Spirit and we think about us, you know, how it affects us, what are we doing ourselves. Um, but this is really about community. That was, it was a, a letter written to a community and we are also a community. We're a community here and we're also part of a bigger community, aren't we? So it's... The, the fruit of the Spirit, it's all about community building. Love your neighbour as yourself. So it's, it's actually attributes that we want to have as a community. If you just put on your, your imaginary goggles and consider the Wimmera, as, as our community at the moment will consider that, if, if this community was a community that exhibited love, joy peace, 
patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So you've got your imaginary goggles going. You're thinking about what it would look like as a community if those things were being exhibited. It'd be a pretty amazing place, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be a place of acceptance. It would be a place that you would want to be. So let's now think of this community, this church community, and let's go through that list again. Put on our goggles, our imaginary goggles, and consider that this place can be a place of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Wow. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have these things, that they don't exist, but if they were there all the time, in every conversation, in every ministry, in everything that happens, as you as part of this community. Now, I know that I've had people show me amazing patience over the years. One friend springs to mind who, over many years, has been patient with me. It doesn't mean that they don't um, correct me along the way. It doesn't mean that there's not, un, you know, times when they're probably really struggling to show um, patience with me. But the fruit of that is, is just a wonderful relationship that I'm, I'm able to have. And I say friend, but actually, as I say this now, it's like, yeah, I think there's actually a few people. <laughs> it's quite a few people that have shown me patience um, as I've worked through things, have shown me uh, that fruit of the spirit in order to be able to help me work through stuff. And in that, I look at that and I'm like, thank you, God, for that fruit of the Spirit. Thank you, God, that that's being shown to me in this time when I'm wrestling through stuff. Um, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's a good place to be, to be around people who are patient. It can be tra transformational. It can be something that just through patience, People can see more than just that person, you know, waiting or whatever expression you might want to be for patience. They actually start to see God working as, you're, as you are patient with them. So what are the longings for us as a community? And as Colin was reflecting about his worry... I wonder sometimes if we also have that worry as a community, as um, a Christian community, that we get hung up with the worry. We get hung up with the, it's too hard, I don't know how to do this, um, how are we going to move on, where are we going to next? And I, I came back to thinking about our mission, our vision, that we want to be transforming people in the name of Jesus, that we want to be a group of people that are in, in the thick of it, transforming, both it's transforming each other and it's transforming others that we come in contact with. 
that we want to be a transformational place. We don't want to just turn up. This is, this is not a place just to turn up and go back home. This is a place of transformation. This is a place where we, in that transforming, we want to see healings. We want to see relationships mended. We want to see love. We want to see joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gender. We want to see all of these things happening right here and it's transforming. They're not just words. It's actually transforming. But to have this, we have to... Well, how do we do this? How do we get these things? It's, it's not just putting up with things. It's not just worrying about things. There has to be some kind of action. We have to lean into these things and, and cry out to God and say, God, God, how long do we have to put up with this? Because God, we want, we want transformation. And the Psalms are full of examples of just that, of, their, of people just crying out to God, how long, God, but you know, in their crying out, an example um, Jared was using this morning in our call to worship, in that crying out, we find a place where we can actually praise and worship God. That that is the place that we can start. We can start by being honest with each other and actually cry out to each other, cry out to God for what's happening. But then at the same time, to worship God, to praise God in the midst, in the midst of the tough stuff. And it's going to be, it is a wild ride. The wildlife, it is an exciting thing to be a part of. It's something that transforms us and transforms our community. Do you know, patience is also something that is so linked with all of the other fruit of the Spirit. If you can imagine someone having kindness without having patience, yeah, it's not going to, it's not really going to work, is it? Or if they have self-control without having patience, I don't think I've ever met an impatient, self-controlled person. They go hand in hand. And how can you have gentleness? How can someone exhibit to somebody else gentleness without patience? You know, these, the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives us these things and many of them are hand in hand, that they, they go together because that is the fruit of the Spirit, that that is something that we, we uh, are given from the Spirit in order to be able to be in the, the, um, the thick of transforming, the thick of transforming. Do you know, there's... Um, Oh, Pete mentioned before that he's not a theologian. Well, sorry, Pete, you are, because I did a subject and I, it was the introduction to theology and the very first thing we went to was they said, all of you, in fact, all Christians are theologians. So just had to point that out before I quote a particular theologian called, um, I think he's Tertullian, I don't know, I love big names, don't know how to say them. Anyway, this, this famous guy from back in 200 AD said, Every sin is to be traced back to impatience. Every sin is to be traced back to impatience. You know, impatience says, I'm more important than you are. I'm more important than you are. 
if we consider back in that Galatians 5 passage, the acts of the flesh that are mentioned, they are all things that are tied up with somebody being impatient, somebody thinking that they're more important, that their needs, their wants, their desires are more important than others. Whereas the fruit of the Spirit is the opposite, isn't it? It's the opposite because it is looking at others. It is considering the bigger picture of who we are as a community. You know, the fruit of the Spirit has to be pretty jolly powerful because some of those, the acts of, um, of the flesh can be all-consuming, can really be quite powerful in themselves and can take us down paths that we really don't want to be, but we end up sometimes anyway. But thank God, quite literally, thank God that the fruit of the Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is, is the most powerful. And it does not, there is no hold that, uh, that those acts can have when the Holy Spirit is around because the Holy Spirit is more powerful than any of those acts of the flesh. If we can have, thanks Ruby, 1 Corinthians 13, and I know I'd already organised for this passage to be a part of it, but I know it was also from last week as well. 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonour others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So to be patient. At the beginning there it says love is patient. Being patient is the behavioural way of saying, I love you. I love you. It's the first thing that Paul described when describing love. It's the way that we can demonstrate love to each other by being patient. You know, Jesus was a great example with his disciples. There's so many examples of where you can just sort of see Jesus rolling his eyes again again they're still not getting it again but he doesn't complain and he doesn't you know moan at them and tell them off um he is patient with them he he sits them down and he talks to them about it and he lets them work it out in their time and and yeah and he so he gives us this example i mean just think of when um jesus was in his last days and he was in the garden and he was wanting his disciples just to stay up guys just stay up while I pray and they fell asleep and he comes and he's like come on come on please stay up as I pray and you know even in that really really tough time that Jesus was going through he was still patient with the disciples and even through when he was arrested and mocked and teased and everything Jesus was still patient with those that were mocking him so to how do we get patience because we've talked a lot about how it would be so great to have but how do we get it patience as we've mentioned is a fruit of the spirit so to have the fruit of the spirit it needs to come from 
the spirit. Um, the, the, best, the best of all of these, the, 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 the fruit of the fruit, that sounds a bit strange, but these need to be from the Holy Spirit. But it calls for us to be active in seeking as well. In 1 Colossians, Paul is writing to them and saying, hey guys, you know, you've been through uh, a lot, you're learning a lot, and he really wants to encourage them and pray for them. And this is what he particularly says. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. So we can pray for patience and other fruit. We can pray for this for other people. So as a community of believers, we can be praying for each other to have patience. As individuals, we can be praying for patience ourselves to God. And then we can also be looking to Jesus as an example because he is the ultimate example, isn't he? There's just, as I said, there's so many times when Jesus just shows us how to live in a world and be patient in that world. And the other breakthrough stuff is that we can learn patience by experiencing hardship or experiencing difficulties. There's nothing like a difficult situation to be able to come out through it and say, well, 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 <laughs> didn't I learn some patience in that? You know, in the Bible, there's so many examples where um, God had situations where people learnt a lot through an experience. Just think of Noah building his ark over many, many, many years when everyone thought it was crazy. He just had to be patient. And he knew that God had asked him to build that ark. And so he kept on with it, regardless of what everybody else thought of him. And in the end, he was able to be saved by God. Think of Abraham and Sarah who really, patience must have been very, very hard for them to, to hold on to. They really wanted a child. There was no child. There still was no child. There was no hope of a child. And yet still they learnt to just trust in God. Yeah, they, all, they didn't always get it right, but through it they trusted in God and they were patient and eventually they had a child. There's Moses who had to be in the wilderness for 40 years just to learn a bit of patience. I'm glad that God hasn't made me uh, learn one thing for 40 years, although I know there's many other things that have taken and are still taking quite a few years for me to, to learn. But for Moses, it was 40 years, 40 years. And he was with the whole group of people that were moaning the whole time, weren't they? And he had to hold on and hold on and learn more and more patience as he went through that, how to lead that group um, towards the promised land. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Jared mentioned a movie called Evan Almighty. And uh, by coincidence, um, 
Ollie, my son, was actually watching that last night when I was here with our sticky, our sticky camp time. And uh, it reminded me of that scene that Jared also mentioned in Evan Almighty where he's at the cafeteria and God says, God, well, you know, Morgan Freeman, God, says, do you really want patience? You sure? Like, maybe you're, you're being given patience through, through this opportunity, this experience that you're having um, with your husband. Good movie, go and watch it. I'm not quoting directly from it, but just the idea. So he gives us opportunities to have these things grow within us. So, you know, Moses had an opportunity and it kept growing. This patience in him kept growing. And I'm getting, what it seems, a lot of opportunities at the moment for growth. And as I learn more about patience and other fruit of the Spirit, that I know that God has my back. And for all of you, that God has your back too. As you're going through these things, we, we want to be able to help each other. And the fruit of the Spirit is a way that we can, well, it is how we can help each other through these opportunities that we're given, through the tough stuff. It's, the fruit of the Spirit is not, it's not a list of um, we should do this, we should do that, but it's, it's a list that sets us free. It's a powerful list. It's a list that we can um, not be condemned by, but be empowered by. So as the band comes up, I just want to bring you back to the beginning. So I started by talking about community and about the importance of these attributes as a community. What does it mean to us as a church community? What does it mean to the wider community that we can be people of transformation, that we can be people of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that we want to live the wildlife together. We can't do it by ourselves, but with the help of the Spirit and the help of each other, let us be a community that's on a wild ride together. Thanks, man.